0: and welcome to My Father Before Me, the podcast where a Gen X dad forces his teenage son to watch the movies I grew up with. I'm Brian Perillo. I'm Connor Perillo. And we are excited to be back with you tonight. Con, it's been a while. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Glad to be back on the podcast. It's. I have to say, a uh, high school junior's schedule uh, does not always agree with podcasting, it appears. No, it doesn't. We figured that out for sure. Yeah. But a uh, lot of good things uh, going on as we approach the holidays. Uh, hopefully time to get a couple movies in and we can bang out a couple episodes of the podcast. Um, if you'd like to email us, you can do so at beforemepodcast at gmail.com. And of course, come chat with us on our Facebook page at My Father Before Me. Um, yes. I don't know, Con. Lot lot to talk about tonight. Um it's going to be a good show. Yeah, all right. Good, good, good. <laughs> you know, we had a lot of great feedback on our last episode where we talked about uh, Better Off Dead, a classic.
1: Yeah, it was a movie
0: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, one of the things I find interesting is we seem to get this great uh, response and, uh, frankly, more downloads when we do these 80s comedy movies. Um, it'll be interesting to see how tonight's episode where we're focused on a sci-fi kind of cult classic, how that carries, but people seem to have these very warm memories of these 80s comedies, and I think they're all anxious to hear sort of what you and, and your generation may think of them.
1: I mean, I think the comedies are more well-known because, I mean, they make you laugh and stick with you more than these dumb sci-fi flicks <laughs> that
0: you just forget about. I guess that depends who you are. You're right, because certainly some of these sci-fi movies stuck with me as a kid, but that that's fair. Um, I, I Before we jump into tonight's movie, I do want to... Um, Just read some of the uh, feedback that we got uh, from uh, Better Off Dead. We got a great email uh, from Craig, who uh, remembers this movie very fondly. Says, for his 12th birthday, he went to see it with a bunch of friends in the theater. Uh, Remember, at one point, we wondered whether this movie had ever been in theater. So Craig, I think, proves...
1: (laughs) It probably had been, right? Yeah, Yeah.
0: obviously it was. He saw it for his 12th birthday. Oh, right, yeah. Said he has great memories of it. Um. Also uh, calls out uh, Almost Famous, which you mentioned last time. Oh, that's episode. the best movie. He says that's one <laughs> of the, uh, one of his absolute favorites. It's great. Um, and uh, he also makes the point, we talked a little bit about this last episode, that he thinks your generation is going to have more memories of streaming shows and movies than actual theatrical releases other than uh, the superhero movies.
1: Yeah, he's probably right um, with my whole generation as a whole. But, I mean, for me, I've, I always love the theater, so... I'm going to keep going to the theater as long as it's... As long as they remain open, I guess.
0: Right, right. Well, obviously, we couldn't go during COVID. That nope. was tough, right? Nope. That's really sucked, to be honest. Yeah, nice to have uh, the theaters back, and we haven't been to the theater in a while. Actually, nothing's really. Been oh, that's out. that's right. We haven't even been to the Marvels. I know, which is kind of strange. It's really weird. <laughs> um, you know, that, that's more about scheduling. I know Marvel, the Marvels is getting killed at the box office, and actually, we gotta go see it soon, or it will probably won't be there. <laughs> we'll not be there. Nope. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, maybe maybe we can get going. Um. This week or this weekend. Because uh, I do want to see it in the theater, and it is you know still a little bit sad that the Marvel movies are not the sort of family event that they used to right. be, where we yeah. would all go. I think you know your little brother Mark has sort of lost interest in in uh, he's not a big movie kid to begin nah, with. Nah, he never was. Right. Yeah. So you know, he would come with us to Marvels, but I don't th- the Marvel movies. But I don't know that he you know r- really loved it. Your older brother was a big fan, Chris, but now. When he was home for Thanksgiving, we asked him, hey, do you want to go see that? He was yeah. like, no, no, nope. No, had no desire. I guess he's on to college and things these days. Yeah.
1: I mean, everyone's kind of move on, but the good news is Marvel, I think, is taking a step back because they're only releasing one movie next year.
0: did you know that? Is it, uh, what movie? Fantastic. Deadpool. Cool. Oh, Deadpool, right. Deadpool. Yeah, so that's uh, more to come on the Marvels when we we'll pr- probably get to it for na- our next episode. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Loki tonight, so there will be some Marvel oh, we'll talk. Yeah, um, and and a couple other shows. Um, all, right. all right, I we did have some questions um, about tonight's movie that I was going to read before we do the movie, but I think actually it might be more fun to ask you these after. Uh, so remind me, we have those. All right, sounds good with me. All right, and then there's one other thing I want to get to before we. Uh, reviewed tonight's movie, and that is... Uh, oh, no. What's this? Someone dug up. Uh, this is a credit to uh, oh. listener Stephen Banford who, <laughs> who dug up from my old podcast, the Uncanny nice Guys <laughs> that I did starting back in 2006. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Before Connor was born. Um, uh, I remember Con- going on it. Connor's guest appearance <laughs> when he reviewed... The Star Star Wars The Force Awakens Connor's first movie review And uh, Stephen was nice enough To pull the audio Uh, So I'm going to pop it in right here It's only about four minutes It is Connor on with uh, my my great co-host Of that podcast Rob Briscoe, Who does a great great job interviewing you Uh, So we're going to just listen quick To Connor's first ever movie review
2: Hi Hey buddy, how you doing? Good. You, okay, well, right, so this is a very important interview because I hear you are the movie guy. Yeah. I heard you, you love your DVDs, don't you?
3: Yeah, they're fun.
2: How many DVDs do you own?
3: Um, I have no idea.
2: It's that many that you have no, I literally no idea? Yeah. Does your, now... I'm I'm guessing you pay for all these DVDs, not your daddy, right? No, my dad does. Oh, you're <laughs> making your dad pay for them? You're going to put him out of house and home with these DVDs. Now, with all of this accrued knowledge of movies that you have, you have seen the Star Wars movie 2 times already. Yeah. Okay. The big question is How was it? It was awesome. Awesome. Okay, now, do you love, wh- what was your favorite Star Wars movie before you saw this movie? Um,
3: The Empire Strikes Back.
2: That's the right answer, because that's definitely the best one. Now, do you like the new movie, The Force Awakens, better or worse than Empire Strikes Back?
3: Probably better.
2: Really? Okay, now tell me why.
3: Um, There is like a new bad guy.
2: Oh, so Kylo Ren. You're a fan of Kylo Ren?
3: No, not really. I found him scary. Yeah, he was a little bit
2: scary. But I kind of wanted his lightsaber, right? Yeah. Now, were you surprised to find out that Han Solo was his dad? Yeah. Were you like... Did you freak out in the movie theater? Like, oh my gosh!
3: (laughs) A little bit.
2: What, um... What about when Han Solo died? Did you start crying?
3: No, I was just, like, sad.
2: I was really sad. I may... Don't... You promise you won't tell your dad this? Yeah. I may have cried.
3: Ooh. In
2: in the movie theater. That's not good, is it? No. Is that embarrassing a little bit?
3: Uh, I don't know. All
2: right, so who was your favorite of all the new characters?
3: Um, Finn.
2: Me too. Why do you like Finn?
3: He was like a stormtrooper.
2: Yeah. And he and he, he left them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was cool. He was really funny too. I thought he brought a lot of like funny jokes to the movie.
3: Yeah, he did.
2: He was good stuff. Anything you didn't like about the movie before we go?
3: Um Not really.
2: Anything too scary? This is a good question for all the kids that listen to, to our show. Any parts too scary for kids?
3: Um, yeah, when they when they fight in lightsabers at the ends.
2: Oh, really? The lightsaber battle? Why, because of all, like, the, the earthquakes and stuff going on, or just the lightsaber fight itself? Um,
3: like, the, all the earthquakes and stuff.
2: How, now, how did you feel about those monsters they fought? Remember Han Solo fought those monsters that were, like, giant octopus? Did you find them scary? Yeah. All right, so overall, how old are you again? Eight. Overall, should all eight year olds see this movie?
3: Some can.
2: Some can. The tough ones who can handle it, right? Yeah. What did you eat at the movie theater?
3: Um popcorn and candy.
2: What kind of what's your what's your go to candy at the movie theater? Skittles. Skittles! Good choice. Alright, it's better than snow caps, but um uh, not quite as good as Sour Patch Kids, right?
3: Yeah, my dad loves those.
2: What, Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. Oh yeah. Me and your dad used to go to the mall. Hey, next time you're at the mall with your dad, tell him this is what you tell him. You say, Hey dad, I heard you and Rob used to buy a pound of sour patch kids and eat them in one day. And then say, How come I can't do that? Ask him right now.
3: Hey Dad, why can't I eat a pound of sour patch kids?
2: Just like you used to do.
3: Um, I never used to do that.
2: No, just like your dad used to do.
3: just like you used to do that. Pound the sour baskets? Yeah. Well, um, yeah.
0: If you'll share them
3: with me, we can eat them together. Okay. And then,
2: and then tell them twenty chicken McNuggets for dinner.
3: And then twenty chicken McNuggets <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Say goodbye to Rob. Bye. You Rob. hold. To
2: it. Good talking to you, buddy. Good review.
3: Thanks.
0: All right. So, <laughs> so do you even remember recording that?
1: I actually kind of do. It's kind of weird, but I vaguely remember saying that The Force Awakens was better than Empire, which it's
0: not. So (laughs)
1: I'll get that out of the water quick.
0: (laughs) But that's okay. I think that's great. Eight-year-old Connor uh, reviewing uh, Star Wars, and obviously you enjoyed it, and you enjoyed I think the experience of going... Right, I'd never seen a Star Wars movie. Yeah, going to the movies and seeing a Star Wars movie was great. So uh, I thought that was great. I loved (laughs) listening to that. It's amazing. How fast the time goes, and now we're podcasting. Uh, but Connor, we have your first podcast movie review, and we have it, you know, for all time now. As part of my father before me,
1: I'm glad we got to listen to that. That no. was funny.
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on to today's movie, the sci-fi classic.
3: Highlander.
0: Ooh. And this, of course, another
1: Queen soundtrack con. You got to love the Highlander. I, I did like the Queen soundtrack by in this one.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. So, overall, so let, let me just um, let me intro the movie real quick uh, before I ask your, your take on it and why we picked it for the podcast. So, you know, I, 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 a lot of people will email and be like, you know, why are you doing these kind of crazy 80s sci fi movies? And I, I guess this is maybe. This is more for my own for yeah. myself because I love you know watching and, and thinking about these movies that for me, you know Star Wars came out it started, there was Star Wars right and then right yeah but the, we and only got three, else. We got three Star Wars movies and that was all we had when I was a kid right You yeah. had Empire you had Jedi. Uh, and, and, and Jedi was hope. done in, in um, you know what 83 84. I'm only 10 years old at this point. there's not much else. So, you know, they're the Star Trek movies, but I was never a real Star Trek guy. I don't know why. Um, I've never seen any of them. Yeah. uh, The new ones, the remakes were pretty good. But, you know, generally speaking, I'm not a big Star Trek guy. So the only sci-fi we had were these kind of crazy 80s movies now that when you look back, you're like, what are they doing? But this was (laughs) one of them. Um, Highlander was a movie that I think it was actually harder. This was not a movie that was on TV all the time. Like some of the others that we talked about. Yeah, I can kind of see why. So this was a movie that was a little more special, like when you got to see it. I think we had to wait till you could really rent it to see it. Again, I didn't see it in the theater. You had Sean Connery, who was kind of a big name star who was in it. And, you know, the fight scenes and the sword. It was such a crazy, fantastical movie um, that it made an impact on me and kind of a... I think a small subset of the like teenage population. There are some people, and that's why I say this is a cult movie. There are some people that love this movie, uh, and it, it and uh, you okay. know again we had sequels and a TV show.
1: They probably grew up with it. I'm assuming. Yeah.
0: So I was going to ask you because me, you know, watching it now, I don't know that it held up as a great movie, but I thought it was entertaining. What did you think overall?
1: I I was thinking this the whole time. I think if this was made today, I would like it much better. I think it was just something about this 80s feel to it that i just wasn't digging and i not think fit the story but if it was fit if if it was made today i think i'm like it much like
0: better. a highlander remake with modern i wouldn't
1: i would be into that
0: yes. yeah like yeah, the modern, story's uh, good
1: the plot's there
0: i didn't like the execution interesting i certainly the 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 pace of the movie is a little different in the 80s my favorite
1: scenes were the ones where they went back in time to like they're like olden
0: days the like, scottish high those
1: like th- some of those shots were impressive for the 80s yeah yeah
0: <laughs> speaking of which, the main character of course Connor mcleod oh that
1: was the best part about the movie I right the, and many people
0: Connor. when i named you Connor, you know several people did ask me oh you're naming him after highlander as much as i i like thought this movie was okay
1: i i'm i'm kind of honored if i'm named by this guy he's pretty <laughs> badass That is not true,
0: unfortunately. Your mother picked your name, but still, it was cool. I will say, when she (laughs) said Connor, I thought of Highlander. I was like, yeah, Connor McLeod, super cool. It works. It works. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, generally speaking, good story. You know, a little too 80s for you. The very 80s feel. It's really 80s. It's really 80s, Highlander. Yeah. Uh, People haven't seen it in a long time. Um, Right off the bat, you know, even Christopher Lambert, very odd choice to to sort of headline this movie you know he's got the kind of strange it's not a scottish accent he's, right he's got this other worldly accent i'm not even sure where it comes from <laughs> or what, what what his um heritage is uh not the best actor no. let's be honest like christopher lambert eh, i mean i guess a cool looking guy which he is got the we'll do. job
1: done I'd say. yeah
0: i mean i guess they were going for this cool looking guy uh clancy brown classic of course Uh, You recognize him maybe from as a guard from Shawshank Redemption. He's been in a ton of stuff, Clancy Brown. And then, did you know Sean Connery? Did you know who that was?
1: I remember. I I said this in the last one. I heard of him, but I I don't know who. That's
0: right. Of course, he was a former Bond. Uh, he Bond. was Ramirez, right? Yeah, and then he was Ramirez. That was right. the MVP of the movie. All right, so let's go through the movie, and and you can tell me sort of what parts you liked and didn't like. Yeah, sure. Um, again, starts with a queen opening and an intro, a very uh, dramatic intro by Sean Connery that sort of sets the stage for what we're looking for, looking at here. Uh, and then it opens in Madison Square Garden, wrestling match going yeah. on. We see Connor McLeod. He's sitting in the balcony. He's 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 not really paying attention. And, you know, right off the bat, he flashes back to an ancient battle. So, you know, something's going on here. And then when he leaves the match, he encounters another man um, who attacks him with a sword. And they have a big sword fight in the parking lot, underground parking lot (laughs) at MSG. Yes, I I mean, I was pretty interested in it at that
1: point. Because, I mean... You know who's not down for a sword fight? Come on! Are you like
0: I was pretty? I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Were you like have no idea what's happening at this point? No, I was lost though. Yeah, I was as lost as could be. So then he McCloud beheads him. This guy uh, Fazil, who was the the guy he's fighting, unleashes this huge (laughs) amount of power. The cars shake. It's like an earthquake. That's when I
1: was like, oh, here we go. Right? Oh, you didn't like that? The special effects, man. I mean, they're they're eighties, I guess.
0: We talk about this all the time. It's so funny to me how much
3: the I effects... just can't
1: take it seriously. I don't know what it is. I just can't.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming it's a generational thing. I am so used to bad special effects. I could watch a claymation movie with special effects and I just go with it because the I'm special so Special effects to. are so good nowadays, though. and It's like, what the heck were we doing? I know. Just crazy. Anyway, so uh, he hides his sword uh, and then we flash back to Scotland. 1500s right. uh, and, and you're like... Were you like, all right, wait, what is this guy doing in the 1500s in Scotland? Like he's alive? Well, no,
1: because I think I've, I think you told me that the whole premise of the movie is that he's immortal. Okay, so, so I kind of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of knew that already. But if I if I didn't, I would be like, yeah, what the heck?
0: All going right, on? so we see him. He's part of Clan MacLeod. They're heading off to battle. His uncle Dougal, his friend Angus. There's a girl that gives him flowers, um, and then during the battle, lightning's flashes. We see bum, this bum, bum. big bad guy in a skull helmet who says, "You know, Connor is his. He's he, he's got Connor marked." Battle's engaged now. During the battle, no one, no, if you remember, no one will fight Connor McCloud, right? He's like, "Fight me!" and people are like running away because right. the, because the big bad, of course, is this guy, the Kurgan, uh, played by Clancy Brown. Uh, he's kind, he was badass that guy. Um, I mean, he was a little over the top for me. I'm not gonna. Lie.
1: Oh, I Kurt- didn't. Yeah, he was kind of one of my main problems with the movie. You did not like. The I film I was Kurgan. not a fan of the Kurgan. Oh, the Kurgan! Scary. By the end, I was just like,
0: Kurgan's got to go. We gotta. <laughs> I was like, come on. So Kurgan uh, and Connor fight, and Connor is stabbed. Yes. But, um, before he can behead, uh, before Kurgan can behead him, Connor's friends sort of tackle him and take him away. But but Kurgan, the Kurgan does say the the big line of the movie. There can be only one, right? And then he says, "Another time, McCloud." And we get that other time at the yeah. end. Come so on, but it. yeah. So there can there can be only one. At this point, do you have any idea what's happening with this? Um, I mean, I kind of had it. I mean, it's again, I knew that he was immortal,
1: so I kind of assumed that like Kurgans also. He's got to be like the, probably the bad. I thought there was only.
0: There's only two immortals,
1: right. Connor and Kurgan. And I was like, there
0: can be only one. So I thought it was only them two. No, you thought maybe he was just fine, But it turns out, of course, it's just an interesting premise. I did a little research online. I think someone in film school came up with this idea. And then It's not a
1: bad there. idea. Like again, if right. this was made today, it'd be good. Like
0: this race of immortals, they're battling it out by they have to kill each other, and the last one left is going to receive this this prize of some sort. We don't know what that is. Yes. So um we, we go back and forth and present day, Connor's taken into custody by police. He's not going by Connor. He's going by another name, uh, the antiques dealer, was whatever it? his name was, right? Um, uh, but uh, we see then Connor does not die back in Scotland after he's stabbed by the Kurgan. But because he doesn't die, he actually recovers. Everybody in the village like turns on him. They think he's some kind of demon because right. he, he
1: survives, right? Yes, he got, like, banished from his town, right?
0: Right. The girls crying and everything. So um, (laughs) uh, uh, then, right, they wind up, even his friends wind up turning on him. And uh, we'll get to that in a a minute. But when we come back to present day, we meet the forensic specialist, Brenda, uh, the doctor. You could tell that, that, sorry, the the police officer. And you could tell that she is going to be, you know, sort of the main female. The main female, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I get that. Right, and there's, I, I like lunch. line she says, there's a guy that was killed like this over in Jersey, and they say, <laughs> yeah, but I figured, what the hell, that's Jersey. It's Jersey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good line. Right, so then she finds the sword, and she says, this is an ancient sword, it's worth about a million dollars. Oh, Nash. They, they say, let's talk to Nash, the antique dealer. That's the name he's using, Nash. Oh, um, I, yeah, that's this was a fun story. Right, scene. so they interrogate, they interrogate Connor, um, and then we see that Kurgan, still alive in modern times, like kurgan. in like this biker outfit driving around uh you know like uh, he says he's coming for Connor. we see him checking a motel he's like just killing people for fun
3: he's just being kurgan yeah he's, he's just being
0: kurgan and he says the time of the gathering is here uh, i think that's part it's all this mythology that they throw at you the gathering and there can be only one and the it's like this kind of it, it does. It was make interesting you, yeah, yeah you're like yeah. oh no, what's happening yeah uh Anyway, um, Brenda is studying the materials of the sword. Uh, she realizes that some of these pieces don't match so she goes back she finds Connor's sword. Connor is following her and um, when uh, they're, they're walking home, he's attacked by Kurgan and Kurgan again says there can be only one and um, uh, you know they're, they're not able to have the final battle right there and Connor tells Brenda to go home. yes. So back in Scotland, we see everybody, again, who's turned on him. They want to burn him at the stake. But his his uh, friend Angus is says, look, we're just going to banish you. Like, just get out of here. <laughs> so he kind of goes off on his own. Very sad. It's really sad. Yeah. There's and just then, shots
1: of him walking on his own. It's right. Like-
0: and then years later, then years pass. He's now, we see him married to um, a woman, Heather. He seems very happy. He's living in a little small castle. And who mm-hmm. shows up but Juan Sanchez Ramirez, Ramirez. from Spain? Uh, and again, which is great because it's not like um, it's not like the accent. Ramirez's accent is not Spanish, right? I no. don't know what Sean Connery's accent is, right? Uh, actually, Scottish, probably of anything. Um, and uh, Ramirez tells him about uh, all this history that they're immortal. Um, they're, they have this thing called the quickening that where they they. <clears throat> can feel one with the world and all of this and he begins to teach Connor how to fight and what it means yeah this is uh, my favorite scene in the movie right and he explains he's uh, actually Egyptian uh what what was your favorite part we throws him overboard or the training scene just all,
1: all the training scenes with the shots like I feel like the special effects were bad but I don't even I can't even imagine how they got some of those shots so I feel like that makes up
0: for it well, how about when he falls in the lake and then he realizes he can't drown? He just like walks out. That was out. a funny
1: scene too. Yeah, yeah, no, that whole thing, that whole beginning Ramirez
0: sequence is great. It's probably like
1: fifteen minutes or something.
0: Yeah, and they don't give you really any. I kind of like that they don't. They don't give you midi Like they don't dive into why he says why am I immortal? And Ramirez says why does the sun come up? Right, it's just a thing. Yeah. right? which is a good, which is great. If they tried to explain it too much, it would it would have
1: been too complicated. Yeah,
0: and it, it wouldn't have made sense anyway because there's no answer. That would have actually made sense. Right, it's like the gods chose you. Uh, But he does tell them that when there's only a few left, he's going to feel a pull to a faraway land and that they're going to fight for a final prize. Now, the only thing about that that I did wonder, and I never wondered this as a kid. I just loved it. It I called Ramirez and Connor and their buddies. I found myself wondering this time, why is Ramirez helping Connor? I mean, I thought it was
1: his duty to. I thought he was just that guy that... Like, you know, Yoda, it's his duty to train
0: Luke, basically. I, I mean I guess, but it feel Ramirez is actually would be it would be to his benefit to like catch Connor by surprise, behead him, take his power and continue to fight.
1: I feel like Immortals not being a power, though, and we see that at the end
0: of the movie. Right, right, and and I will say Ramirez does say, like, Ramirez is ancient. He comes from ancient Egypt, so maybe he feels like, yeah, I've been around long he, enough.
1: Didn't he say he was alive in, like, 300 AD? Yeah, he says he's up? been around for, like, a thousand yeah. years, right?
0: So maybe he just feels like after this much time, you know, I don't need I to i got to pass anything.
1: the torch on to the other immortals. Yeah,
0: maybe, like, he's ready to go. I don't know, but the, I, I did find <laughs> myself thinking, like, why doesn't he just behead Connor and, like, move on with, the, with this, you know? Oh, that's a good thought, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, th- he does ask him. Connor says uh, there is a scene, if you remember. He says like, "What if it comes down to the two of us?" And Ramirez just laughs. Like, yeah, I guess, he's like, saying, like it's not going to come. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, but I'm wondering, like, you know, I, yeah, you know, there's still a lot of questions. Like, what's he talking about? How does he have this? Oh, um, well, you
1: can. The plot holes are endless. Yeah, yeah, you could just. But I mean, that's not fun to watch the movie and do that. So. Everybody's got to have their own opinions.
0: Right. And I think the best part to me, the best part of the movie, um, the best part is this story with um, the wife, Heather and Ramirez sort of says to him, like you're, you're, you know, you're going to have to watch her die. And you know, you, you fall in love with this person. They can't have children. That's a big piece of it. And um, I think that's real to me. That was the best part of the movie. And, you know, Connor falls in love with her and you watch her get older and older and right. sicker and sicker. And he's just, you know. And he just stays there. Yeah. It's Doesn't he do that with another girl at the end, towards the end? Well, no. He, he I mean, he obviously winds up, he, he goes hundreds of years without having romance. And then, you know, he falls for Brenda at the end of the movie, right? I, wasn't there, I feel like there was
1: a girl he was in love with that was old that he loved before.
0: Think you're referring to the girl that was like his adopted daughter? Remember they f- do the flashback scene where in World War II the Nazi soldier was about to shoot the little girl. Oh yes, that's right? who it is. Yes, yes, that's... and then and then we see her later, and then she's like sixty years old. Yeah, she's right old. in the eighties, but she's still like you know. I love that relationship too. Like you know, he raised raised her. They really explored that, here. and yeah. she's like the sixty year old. Yeah, they well, they didn't explore too much. You thought they were in love, but. That's um, <laughs> Good point. Um, anyway, then there's the scene though where he's not, I thought it was a little odd. There's the scene where th- this was brutal though. Then, before she grows old, Kurgan tracks down and kills Ramirez.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. The,
0: the, that scene was crazy. And the scene ends with him like basically grabbing the wife, Heather. And you're like, yes. H-? And then the next scene. Like they're fine. They're There's usually And you're like, what the heck happened? Well, you find out later that apparently at least Kurgan claims that he raped Heather. Yeah, that him. is what he said. Right. And you're like, oh my God, this is brutal. Yeah. I
1: right.
0: mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, he
1: He said he was gonna do that, right?
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. And she never told him, right? You know, to protect him, I guess. And But the whole relationship there, to me, was the best part of the movie, and you had to watch you know, because you think about if you're gonna think about immortality in some way that is the toughest thing right it would be to watch the people you love grow old and die and be left alone be left behind right that's what makes
1: the movie an interesting concept you know that's yeah. why I
0: said I would I would probably like it better if it was made modern right so anyway uh we, we get to the end of the movie um you know he kind of goes to Brenda's apartment and you know talks Catch a little bit sword. about about the sword sorry never mind what would you say?
1: Who are you talking about? Connor? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, never mind. I yeah. was thinking about a wrong scene. Keep
0: going. Right. And then he has he has Ramirez's sword, which is what he uses, and she's like this sword right. is like a 1000 years old. Yeah. Oh, and there's a cool little subplot about how like Ramirez got his sword from like someone in like an ancient Japanese dynasty. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like before they had the technology to make those swords and yeah. and which she's like, you know, what this is impossible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so there's one more visit with another immortal, this guy Castigier. And he's, you know, they kind of say, all right, this is it. This is the gathering. And, of course, later on, Kurgan kills that guy Castagir and we see, uh, uh, you know, him get killed. Yes. Um, and uh, it all comes see. down to they have, there's a meeting at the church because, of course, the whole, they can't be harmed on holy ground, which is another thing like – Somehow Kurgan res- respects the rule that he can't hurt. Yeah, the I church. was thinking
1: about that. I was like, they're really sitting here having a conversation, even though it's holy ground. Like, Kur- I feel like Kurgan would be the guy to just completely break that and destroy it. So church.
0: would I. But he, of course, and, and he's like, he's like, you know, making faces at the nuns and like licking yeah. the priest. Yeah. But anyway, they have this meeting. They basically say, <laughs> all right, we're coming down to this final battle. And eventually, um, there's this huge, huge uh, showdown on the rooftop. Um, Brenda's there. He's kidnapped Brenda. Brenda's tied up. At Connor and he have this big fight. Uh, eventually, he falls inside the building where the battle continues. And fight, uh, fight, fight, go ahead.
1: I mean, I I I like the fight scene. It was good because I was kind of
0: well. Besides the church scene, I was kind of like, all right, can this movie end? I agree. It's slow. The pace slows down at the end. You just kind of want to get to that final battle. Yeah, I agree with you at that. And so eventually he does um, behead Kurgan. Right, and we all know Connor's going to win. Right, so so there's not much drama there. You're right. He levitated up in the air. He says, I know everything. I am everything. I did notice while he's being levitated in the air, to your point about special effects, you could see the wires that were holding him up. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Did you notice
1: that? Yes, and that's when mom came in and she was like, Dad's making you watch this?
0: <laughs> like during that scene, It was. I was like, yeah, Ma. Crazy. I know. If it were up to her, we'd watch all 80s romance and comedies. Yeah, <laughs> it would. <laughs> um, so uh, when it stops, you know, uh, Brenda and he embrace. And um, the final scene of the movie, they're in the Scottish Highlands. He's back in the Scottish Highlands. He's now taken Brenda. And she says, tell me about the prize. And he kind of tells you in a voiceover, That now he can tell what everyone in the world is thinking. And he wants to help them uh, communicate with each other. And uh, uh, she says, what are you thinking? He says, "Um, you're wondering if you can love me because I am now mortal. I can grow old and have children. So that part always sort of got me as sort of the, uh, the, the ultimate twist of the movie. They have this fight for thousands of years, these immortals. And the prize is really, I mean, yes, he's got some power, right? He can kind of feel what's going on in the world, but the prize is you can be mortal. And it, it, you know, it makes you think like, is that, is the fact that we're mortal, is that that the gift, right? Yes, you can die, but it makes life that much sweeter, so to speak.
1: Yeah, because I mean, your life's short. You got to live it to the fullest. But if your life's immortal, you're like, I got forever. Right. I just feel like it'd be boring. And especially with, especially with everybody you love, dying it's not i just feel like being more would not be fun
0: yeah i think you're right so i think the ultimate message of highlander you know the sort of lesson of Love the day life. there is right you know value life and and uh you know make the most of it and all that and so it is a kind of nice uh, twist and of course the last scene then is he and the brenda. last scene was great uh, yeah i thought it wrapped up it really well right back in the highlands where yeah. he was with heather he's now there with brenda and um so yeah uh you know overall i think a really solid um uh 80s sci-fi movie it was fun i don't know that i would i don't know that i'll ever sit down and watch the whole thing again listen i'm not going to show this to my kids if i have any interesting hopefully i will it would not be (laughs) would not be on your list
1: of great 80s movies no it's it's like great 80s movies i think ferris bueller star wars
0: right but enjoyable enough yeah, I
1: mean sure, I'm I'm glad I saw it. Like I again, I thought it was a good story and I thought it was worth telling.
0: So that's always important. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to see this remade. At no, some point. me
1: either at all. That's why I to be honest, I hope this gets remade because it deserves a good like This deserves to be a good movie. This story is great. Well,
0: again, I never really watched it, but there was a series in the 90s. Oh, right. And everyone says that 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 was really good, that it was a good... So maybe that's why I have a memory. Yeah, well, it was still the 90s, like a long time ago, but uh, I could see it being remade. But people say the series was very good. I think it was four seasons or so. There were a bunch of sequels, none of which were very good.
1: Yeah, I I mean, sequels
0: are just... uh, What would they even do in the sequels? He's mortal. I think part of it's a flashback, because I know Sean Connery's in the first sequel. Uh, Oh, then it's got to be a flashback. Yeah, but I don't know how, because he's dead, right? So I don't know. I I don't know that I ever watched it. Um, they
1: brought him back to life, and that's the stupidest thing of all I know,
0: I know. Anyway, um, Highlander, an 80s classic. And again, Con, I want you to understand, while you have, um, you know, every weekend, there's another great sci-fi movie with great special effects that comes out. This is what we had. This, these movies came out once every couple years, maybe a couple, you know, once once a year you got a 80s sci-fi movie. So yeah. we had to like relish these these 80s sci-fi <laughs> movies because it's all we had. I
1: could see. And
0: if again, if this was all I had, you know, I think it was the best thing ever. Yeah. I mean, how many movies from the 80s do you get where there's like, you know, real sword fights and, you know, like, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. There were some cool, mo- very cool moments in this movie. Oh, I know. I agree. There were some moments I really enjoyed. All right. We did get an email from David, who is one of the people who really loves this movie. Um, He says, Connor, now that you've seen cinema's greatest achievement... This? uh, This show is now going to be a string of movies in a race for second place. All right. Well, do you want my response on that? Sure, you can respond. I actually had in my notes,
1: I said, what an achievement for a movie from the 80s. I'm serious, because... Not the special effects. Special effects are terrible. But again, some of the shots they did, there, there, there's one of them where they're on some rock that is so steep. I don't even know how the heck they got on that. <laughs> there's some shots in this movie. It's not even just that sequence that are really like
0: great for an '80s movie. So I could actually see what he's saying. From okay. That. Um, on a scale of one to ten, one being amazing, uh, one being amazing, and ten being transcendent. In other words, really well, good. There's no bad. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you agree that the soundtrack would be a 12.
3: Nah,
1: is this because of, uh, this one or Flash yeah, Gordon? No, this one. Yeah, no, no, this one was better than Flash Gordon. I actually said Queen redeemed himself in my notes. That was my first note. So I'm, do you want me to rank it out of Yeah, time? what would you rank the soundtrack? The sound. I mean, I love Queen, so it was probably like an eight and a half, nine. You love Queen, okay. Yeah, I just didn't like Queen Flash Gordon because that movie's terrible, but keep going. What is
0: it like being named after the greatest movie hero of all time? I, I will... That's very... That's an achievement for me, to be honest. Like, <laughs> this guy is badass. He's he is really badass. cool. Connor McCloud. It's a cool name, too. Connor, Connor McCloud. Yeah. yeah. Now that Queen is your favorite band of all time, who's second? Uh, who's my favorite band? Who's your second favorite band now that Queen is number one? Do you have a favorite I, band? I, I, like, I
1: like some of Red Hot Chili Peppers, but... I I'm a lot, I'm a big country guy so I like Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Um
0: um like Luke Bryan. I'm I'm thinking of all of them. Right right yeah. right. Yeah. Interesting. None of my kids have gotten into rap or anything and I don't know. No,
1: me and Chris are big country yeah, guys. Yeah, I don't know if my that's
0: one band. you know one achievement of mine is that I've kept them listening to music that I can tolerate and enjoy as well. Yes, yes, yes. Uh uh what makes you seek out Will this make you seek out the sequels and the wonderful T V series?
1: Uh no. Sorry. No. <laughs> I, I honestly maybe the T V series if you wanted to watch like an episode to see if it was good, but I mean you said the sequels were terrible and Ramirez is back. I have no interest. Yeah, in the that.
0: sequels I remember being terrible. Um and then he says, Connor Perillo of the Clan Perillo. <sighs> explain, if you will, your father's job and responsibilities. Well, you're yeah. <laughs> Wait, how you work at NYU? Yeah, I think he wants to know what what you know. Can you explain my job, what I do? For Don't money? you like you
1: raise money for NYU from people who who have went to the school before?
0: Yeah, that's right, from alumni. Yeah, yeah pretty, alumni. Yeah, pretty well done there, Connor. Those are the questions from David about. Those how are some know. good questions. Send those in again. That was <laughs> fun. Uh, Connor is open to the questions. Yeah, those were Q&As. fun. All right, uh, <laughs> let's move on um, and talk about some other stuff. Are we talk about soon? Loki. I love Loki. Yeah, we can talk about Loki. Uh What else is What else is there? Well, what else have we seen? Uh Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. You didn't watch the end? Uh, I watched the last episode only
1: because I just I pro- I had so much homework that night, I remember. So let's
0: it. start with that. So both Connor and I and Connor got me into it. Um Haunting of Hill House. It's 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 the best show
1: of all time. It, it, I <laughs> love that show to death. If you haven't seen The Haunting of Hill
0: House is the most amazingly crafted story i've ever seen uh, it's on netflix it's a, it is i i have to give connor credit on this one it, uh, obviously some hyperbole from him but truth is it's very it's well, got to be one of your favorite it's shows it's very well done it is it, first of all it is a very scary horror show it is the it's the scariest thing i've ever watched but but it's not just that the thing is cuz i i don't love horror right it is f- beyond just a horror show it is a family it is a family drama and and how these family members are dealing with the trauma of growing oh, up house. in this haunted
1: house. It's amazing, and it
0: goes back and forth in time to when they're kids and what they experienced, and they're adults and how they're dealing with it. And it, it, there's this mystery about like what what makes this house so traumatized. Yeah, so you don't know what really happened to them as their kids. It develops as a series. Of great, extremely well done series. I completely agree very great,
1: scary great acting yeah everything like it's a very scary yes very
0: scary but also I really fell on the couch and one scare also heartwarming though and like you know very character driven uh people story we both love haunting of hill house uh what's the guy's name mike flanagan he's mike the flanagan. goat he is the goat right so that said the fall of the house of usher these are all on netflix is the latest. He's done several. He's done many
1: more. Follow-ups. The best one, I, I, in my opinion, that he's done besides Hill House
0: was Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass was pretty good. None of these, by the way, are sequels. They're all independent stories. It's like
1: American Horror Story. Right. Different, Same act.
0: Mostly the same actors. Different
3: stories. Right.
0: So uh, we've watched them all. None have approached Hill House. None. Yeah. Right. No. And after watching Fall of the House of Usher. It hasn't. But I still think
1: it was good. Like good acting, some good writing, but it was very slow.
0: Yeah, uh, I think I, – I, we can spoil it a little bit, no? You could. yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much because I hope people will go watch. I doubt many people have seen it. Um, I think it got a little methodical because basically you find on the first episode that a lot of the characters die – yeah no way. that's not and then so every episode is just telling you a different character's death and it just gets a little repetitive it gets repetitive yes. yeah so i hear i think you're right about that uh, it was good the, i like the ending you didn't see the ending i know you I saw gotta, parts of it i gotta watch the end um you know the, 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 it's always fun to watch um flanagan sort of reveal the mystery and that was the best episode together. you said right yeah so the end was good um i enjoyed it but again uh, I just think Hill House is such a classic that nothing has approached it. I mean, it's like sequels; nothing's ever going to top the first. Yeah, one. but we did both watch that. What else? We there was something else, wasn't there? We watched. Was it just Loki?
1: Um. Did we see any new
0: movies? No, I don't think we did. No, we haven't seen any movies. That's for sure. So no. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into Loki then. Um, and again, we'll have to get the Marvels for next episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and by the way, I will also take recommendations on shows that we should watch. Like I, oh yeah, I I used to watch so much. Now I feel like like a show. There's so much out there. With streaming, it's crazy. Yeah. So like a f- show really has to stand out for me to watch it now. At this point, I've I've started some
1: shows and I've just never finished them because they're they're just not great. And I have there's so many
0: other options. Right. Like they're fine, but yeah. if they're not great, you're not like watching it. Yeah, I've. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Just uh. Well, we finished Black Mirror. Did we talk about that? I think we talked about that. We did last time. Yeah. I was listening back. We did talk about that. Right. Mirror. Okay. So let's talk about Loki. Um, I feel like we talk a lot about Marvel. I, I don't want to repeat ourselves. I think we're in the same boat on Loki, both of us, that we always are Right. On so
1: let's just talk about the Loki story as a whole. Okay. Because I I really respect them because you you know they sat down day one and crafted this entire story, seasons one and two. And I thought it was really well done for that as a TV series, and I thought the conclusion was great. And also, the last time we were on the show, I only talked about the first episode, so I mean, the the rest, the other five were pretty good. Uh, I didn't think there was a bad episode, other than... No, I didn't think there was a bad episode, actually. I enjoyed well, all of it.
0: Well, I'm going to challenge you on One Piece. I don't think that the season two was... Was planned out? No. Not in the detail that they did it. Uh that said okay, an idea right and that said it ties in very well uh season one, two ties into season one very well it's not like definitely is not like well where, where do they where do they get that idea like it's very clear the storytelling the story does feel like one cohesive story yeah, and i and that's not something i i see
1: nowadays that much so i was just really right, right, that right. That. okay that's fair um and his last line is the line he says from um, the first Thor movie when he dies. So I thought that was a really nice. Touch. Oh, I didn't catch that. Was it? Yeah, he goes, "I'm Loki, and I'm burning with glorious purpose," and then right. that's the last line.
0: Yeah, and I kind of like where it takes Loki at the end, where he is now the. Yeah, God I of, wonder
1: if we're gonna see him again. The
0: God of Stories, right there. It's such a strange thing with Marvel, where they have to sunset these actors because you know these poor actors don't want to play the characters for fifty <laughs> years, and they've got to move on. But they're such iconic um you know faces uh you know look that said uh you know you know me con yeah, you, you know it, it,
1: no it did get a little
0: complicated the time, I'm not it's gonna just lie. It, it, I, I and again i'm bringing your brother a huge marvel fan chris was, was chris came with us to see every marvel movie still likes you know marvel stuff he watched loki yeah he watched loki which he does a lot of tv shows he really doesn't even look at but he liked loki one he watched loki 2 i asked him did you like it he goes it's freaking complicated. Yeah. And I feel like and again, and I look at myself as maybe part of the target audience. You know, I I grew up reading comics. I've watched every Marvel movie. And I'm watching it being like, does it need to be like I I'm following it, but I gotta work to follow it. And I don't always wanna work to Right. Follow. You just want
1: to sit down and enjoy the show. Yeah,
0: it's but that's okay. Like I don't mind it making you think a little bit, but I don't know. Like I just I find I personally have a hard time caring about divergent timelines and variants, and like I just why do I care about that? I just want a good character-focused story about a, how someone um, you know grows along the way. That's why I liked it. And now you, you got, can't tell me Loki didn't grow along the way. No, no, no. Fair. <laughs> that was there. Yeah. But there's so much noise around it that I just did not really care okay. that much about.
1: No, I could see that. But again, they tied in Jonathan Majors, which I liked. But I mean, who knows what he'll do now because of what just happened. in right. Real life, but right.
0: And you know, look, I, I'm very vocal about it. We've got Deadpool coming out, with we know we're gonna get Wolverine and all these other characters, and oh, you're you know, gonna
1: see the little X Men again, and you know it. Yeah, no, and <laughs> you
0: know, to me, I'm just, I, I just, I waited my whole life for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> and I, I feel like some of these. Things are going backwards now with the multiple variants and different actors and different versions. Just tell me a good Fantastic Four story. Just tell me a good X Men story. I don't need all the guys that were 30 years ago playing the characters. I don't all need right. it. I don't need Patrick Storm. I don't know that's me. Marvel Universe, you know TVA. <sighs> uh, you know, I just please. I don't need it. And I, and I love Owen Wilson. Oh, and he's I'm the la- best. How could you not yeah. yeah, and some of the stories were great, and I he thought hey Keanu was great too. Short round. Yes, great to see short round back. So anyway, I found it a little bit of a slog to get through. There were some really good moments. Uh-huh. I did like the the fifth episode. Was it where he had to kind of keep going back in time, yes. like a thousand times? You know, I mean, again, that's sort of a time travel trope, but they did it well. They did it really well. Yeah. So I'm glad you loved it though, because you are, again, you're probably more the target audience than yeah, me. Yeah, they're,
1: they're the. Like Marvel's making sure that people like me still fall in love with this cuz they want to keep going. Right. right. But
0: yeah, you have no you you have not dragged me out to see Marvels.
1: No, because I've I've really have little interest in seeing the Marvels after I sat through all of Cap um not Captain Miss Marvel the show and I just didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, so I've I really don't have any intrigue seeing her again. WandaVision Monica was all right and Captain Marvel the movies I've never the first one was not great, so it's not like I'm dying to see this. But yeah, see I it. liked
0: WandaVision. I did. Um, I mean, it is part of the problem with the Marvel Universe that the female characters have not been strong.
1: Yeah, and that's a shame. But, I mean,
0: again, we haven't seen the Marvels, so. Yeah, so we'll add that in. All right, so that's where we are in Marvel. But really, that's, that's you know most of I feel like I've watched other TV, but I can't think of anything else now. Well, I mean, I've been bidging How I Met Your Mother. Right, love how I met. It's your great.
1: It's it's the best sit- well, I mean it's probably the only sitcom I've seen, but it's really good. It's really You've never good.
0: seen no, you must have seen other sitcoms, no? I don't know what you
1: categorize as a sitcom. Yeah. Like I haven't seen Friends, I haven't seen The Office. Really? So
0: yeah. I've been uh, watching Big Bang Theory, which I like. Oh, I've seen a couple episodes of that. That's that's really good. Yeah, Yeah, but um, I hear you. I love How I Met Your Mother. Great story, good, you know, long nine seasons. Great cast. Yeah, great cast. I agree with you. So that's fun. Uh, Yeah, no, you know, trying to think of, um, you know, any new shows that have been out that we've watched, but I haven't seen much.
1: I tried to watch the first couple episodes of the new Goosebumps series on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. You loved Goosebumps as a kid. Yeah, and that's that's kinda my point earlier. Like the show was fine. So I I stopped like midway through and I haven't touched it again. Right. Like it wasn't
0: bad. Like, no, it wasn't bad. But it's just like not you're not dying to watch
1: it. Right. Yeah. But uh the thing that was good about it was like every story was like one of the books, but it was a part of a cohesive story. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. But I just haven't had much interest in it since then.
0: All right, so let's wrap up uh, this episode. Uh, Highlander in your top 100? No. Uh, Highlander, something you would sit down with your friends and be like, guys, let's watch Highlander. Nope. What would your friends say if you put Highlander on?
1: Oh, they think it's the stupidest thing of all time. With the spe- Right when the first special effects started to happen, they would...
0: They're checking out.
1: Yeah, I which is, I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's kind of true. Like, we're a new generation.
0: We don't want to watch this stuff. We want to watch the new stuff. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I can't can't argue with that. All right. Let's pull up the random number generator. Let's do it. And look at Connor's list of movies. Top 100. (sighs) All right, Con. Limit 1 to 100. Press that button. I've got number 65. Connor's number 65 movie of all time. Oh, it's
1: Can't Buy Me Love.
0: Can't Buy Me (laughs) Love. That's in your
1: top 100? Yeah, I
0: love Can't Buy Me Love. It's a great 80s movie. That's fun.
1: Again, I was just bashing on the 80s movies, but hey, Can't Buy Me Love's great. That is a Oh, and your point with the comedies. Like, right above it is Say Anything.
0: Wow. You have those two that close? Say Anything's a much better movie than Can't Buy Me Love.
1: I mean, they were kind of just very similar to me, both 80s. I know
0: yeah, I don't know if I consider saying anything a comedy. I don't really either, but it's John Cusack, and yeah, I think yeah, he's a funny yeah, guy. Fine. But anyway, um, Can't Buy Me Love is fun. Uh, so number 65 movie for con, Can't Buy Me Love. Speaking of... Are we ever going to do that one? If you want, um, but for next week, we are going to go back oh, to wait. 80s high school.
1: No, I forget what it is. Uh, I think you told me, but I
0: forget. One of the things I love about 80s high school movies is there's so many different tones... To The movies like we've done better off dead, which has a different tone than Breakfast Club, which has a different tone than Say Anything, right? Like, we they did just,
1: the freaking exorcist, even though that was 70s.
0: right. But I'm talking about um, the, the high school, the the high school movies we've seen, I think all have very different tones. Oh, you're talking about high school, yeah. right? No, I, so now we're gonna go to one that has even a different tone, a sort of black comedy, a dark comedy from the 80s.
1: Dark comedy, yep.
0: Uh, we're gonna do Heather's. Oh, right. That's it. Another one that gives some very interesting commentary on sort of social status and all of that in high school.
1: See, I've actually heard about it because I've known it was a musical, and I'm a big musical guy.
0: That's right. They did the musical, Heathers. I've never seen it, but they did do a musical of it. So we are going to do the original. Don't know the story, though. Yeah. um, uh, Christian Slater. And Heathers. Do you know Christian yeah, no, Slater. I have no idea who that I mean, is. You will. You will know after we do it. So next week, Heather. So if you have any questions or comments on Heathers that you'd like Connor to...
1: Yeah, send them in. The questions this week are fun.
0: Right. Um, and uh, if there's other movies that you'd like us to do, um, you can send in suggestions as well. Yes, do that. Before me podcasts at what? Gmail.com. At Gmail.com. There you go. You, you got the hard part, not the easy part.
1: I know. Well, I... That's... I mean, that's a big point like, <laughs> gmail yahoo right, right iCloud.
0: all right also facebook page my father before me leave us itunes reviews but only if they're good
1: yeah come on guys with the bad reviews i've said this multiple times we all need those <laughs>
0: only the good ones i don't think we, you make it sound like we've gotten bad reviews i don't think we've gotten any bad reviews. i'm just i'm just kidding around we've, with them just making sure yeah okay all right great anything else con you want to talk about no i think we covered it all that was a good app all right let's wrap it up then uh till next time i'm brian perillo I'm Carl Burrell. Thanks for listening to My Father Before Me.